what's going on in what's going on in your world? It's nice and warm. I just wanted to rub that in your face. Um, at thirty <laughs> degrees here, as you can tell from my oil-stained thrift store shirt. People always go, man, you got so many nice sweatshirts, and I go because I have to buy a new one about once a week. I was making chicken cacciatore. If you've never heard of that dish, look it up. And a whole bunch of it splattered on me. So, oh hell yeah, time for a new time for a new one. I know. So as we're speaking, I'm cooking off some chicken, and this is boneless uh, breasts of you know white meat chicken. That's it's the American way. God mm -hmm. forbid we have it flavor. So, <laughs> I know it's it is scary. And you know, it's my people. I'm, we're we're the ones that started all this bullshit. That uh, mm -hmm. we can't handle this. We help the English invade you guys, kill everybody, and steal all your shit. But we can't cook with any of the spices. <laughs> it's, it's just an embarrassment. I mean, it really is. That is uh, when people go. So, were you politically successful? And you go, I I don't even know what that means, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, hey, let's um. Let's let's talk about this this tire plant and 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 why it matters. Um, yeah, Michelin tires that lift. Sorry, I was just giving them it, the headlines. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That's leaving Ardmore, Oklahoma, which is a town about ninety miles south of here. And mm -hmm. so our our state, I always say, is a microcosm of America. We've got the southern area, which. It's called Little Dixie, literally like the southern 10 states of America. You have a couple of metropolitan areas that are seemingly a little more progressive and whatnot. But one of them is known for one of the worst race massacres in American history. And about 90 miles from there, um, one of the native tribes that landed on a, just a ton of oil, uh, people went in and started killing them off. So that that is a movie that is out now called The Flowers of the Killer Moon. Mm -hmm. um, for any of you that want to watch it, we can talk about it someday. I have not been able to see it because it's three and a half hours long. Martin oh, wow. Scorsese made it. Um, yeah, big name cast, all of this stuff. And it's all bad. <laughs> it's all bad. <laughs> it, uh, before anybody sees it and lectures me on being a white man in Oklahoma, my family did not come to America until less than 100 years ago. And the ones that showed up originally were priests and nuns. So you can blame yeah. me for that, but not the other stuff. <laughs> they have their own problems. Um, so in the midst of cooking all of this stuff, I, I was sitting here. I have always had this longstanding belief, and I'm curious of your take, having lived here, you know, mm -hmm. and being and being a foreigner with an annoying British accent. Um, Thank you. you. I know, I know the I know the enterprise office seemingly helped your guys' businesses. Mm -hmm. I have never had government step in and do a damn thing for me in forty years, and I mean it, forty years. Now yeah. the the city that I am on the, that I'm the vice mayor in was the first city I've ever opened a business that was easy. Mm -hmm. Ever licensing was easy. Nobody asked for a bribe. Nobody hinted that I didn't understand how it works, which is a polite way to say, you don't know who to bribe here. <laughs> and people go, you're admitting to bribing people elsewhere. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm admitting to what they said to me when I tried to open a business. So why is this Michelin tire thing a big deal? They are an international company, right? 
Mm -hmm. Everybody's familiar with him, the Michelin Tire Man. Um, so how did no one in a large city in Oklahoma, they're not the biggest by any means, but it's a large city, and it's probably their biggest employer, 15, 1,400 people. Mm -hmm. We pay tens, if not hundreds of millions to do of dollars to people that will come in and open that size company. Yeah. How did not one single politician know that they were leaving? Literally. Yeah, I, how do you, I, so, how do you I saw that news story, and I was like, how... Like nobody knew anything that they were just leaving and 1400, like the incentivization programs that we have talked oh. about in recent years for attracting new businesses. Shouldn't there right. be something set aside to retain the existing businesses? So here's, here's what I will say. Our political climate, as you and I talk about all the time, is so damn ugly. Mm -hmm. Nobody talks to anybody. They talk to their little group. And once they yeah. know their little group is right and the other people are wrong, nobody talks. So mm -hmm. nobody has sat down with, nobody, was, we're business people. And you go, hey, who's the biggest employer here? We probably should make sure they're happy. See if there's something yeah. we can do while we're trying to get Canoe, this stupid car company that's a scam worldwide, to come here. And we're giving them hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. No one's done that. But that is the climate and I really mean this, and it's it's hard to, I don't know how it works where you're at, and I know it's delicate to talk about, so I'll leave that there. Yeah. But here, in that area of our state, if you and I drove in a car down there, you would be scared to stay. Not me, mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Brown people, black people, natives, anybody, Hispanics especially. So if you're if you're in this deal where on the back of somebody's pickup truck when you pull up to a cafe it says f joe biden it doesn't say f it says fuck joe biden you know mm -hmm. all of this other libs or punks kill the libs all this stuff they don't understand that these companies have social media people that watch the feeling the temperature of an area and our southern part of our state is as red as red gets. And there's nothing wrong with being Republican or being conservative. It's this, the other guy is the enemy thing. Well, if the other guy that's the enemy owns or manages the company that, that has 1,400 jobs in their hands, yeah. you got to talk to him. Whether you, whether you like him or not, whether he graduated from a California college or not, you got to talk to him. Yeah. And that's what's no, it's no longer happening. Literally no longer happening. Hmm. It's crazy. So how do we solve that, Deepak? <laughs> Build a time machine, go back in time and ask them what was going on. <laughs> five years. Yeah, go back five years. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the problem is, is the temperature has risen again. And hmm. look, I am telling you, by the these folks I deal with at the Department of Education staff, they think the rapture is coming. They they think the stuff that's happening in Israel with Palestine and shit is the rapture, and they just want it to come on so we all die and get sorted out by God. But no. what about non what what about Hindus and Sikhs and Muslims that don't believe the same shit? They don't. Mm -hmm. They just they just go. You really think somebody's going to kill everybody and then sort them? And there are like 12 billion people. How many people are they going to have as sorters? You know, who's got the sorter job? Do we know anybody? Who can we bribe at the sorter gate? You know, 
it is um man it's 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 weird and and i don't mean that in a good way i mean it's 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 interesting this is a big kick in the gut for the state because all yeah. we do is brag about how good we're doing bringing companies in and stuff and when anybody leaves how good you're doing the... bringing a new stadium or building a new stadium or whatever the hell that is <laughs> you know when a new stadium doesn't matter when 1500 people are unemployed mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean whoo, timing timing is there a way to bust so, them into the city to make them work what? on building the history? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a weird example of of how how stuff works here because so I am in a city within Oklahoma City, mm -hmm. and people from Oklahoma City try to get businesses in my city to move to Oklahoma City so they can get a bigger tax base. Oh shit! I've, Literally, I've actually I heard about that, Tim. Where they were trying to kidding. incentivize one of the uh, one of the businesses <laughs> on uh, Old Britain to yeah. move into in Oklahoma City, and I was like, "What is yeah. going on?" Eh? <laughs> right, you just go, "Come on, man!" But but stuff like that, and it's not a competitive nature of it; it's mm -hmm. the uh, predatory nature of it. So Harold Ham, the richest man in Oklahoma, and I'm sure he's probably top five in the in the U.S. I, I think he's worth fifteen or sixteen billion. Um, real simple, simple guy. I mean, really doesn't wear custom fit suits or anything. I mean, you know, just pretty normal. Um, so Harold Ham's company was in Enid, Oklahoma, this really cool little small town right outside of an Air Force base. And Oklahoma yeah. City stole him from Enid, thus killing Enid. Oh, wow. Right. Wow. I mean, and Enid's not completely dead yet, but you can't mm -hmm. take that big of an employer and take them out with the tax base and everything else and act like shit's going to be okay. So, mm -hmm. and Michelin, I don't know if Michelin's just going to move to Mexico. You know, I mean, it's tires. Let's be honest with you. Um, not the greenest business in the entire world. And are they trying to move to being green? You know, nobody even knows the conversation, Deepak. We are that far behind. To be honest with you, I would have thought that Michelin would stay in the U.S. considering that they are the only supplier of tires to the entire Formula One racing. And <laughs> they basically build tires just for the Formula One cars. And I think before well, Bridgestone used to do them. And considering they that make, they... Hmm? Is, well, if that's their claim to fame, it's not enough. <laughs> well, yeah, they, also, mean... they also rate restaurants, Sean. What do you want from them? The Michelin yeah, guy, that, where the that, hell does that yeah, come from? <laughs> that no longer. Well, that sure doesn't matter in America. But that's that's what I mean. Look, they're an international company. Mm -hmm. they, I, I am people really and truly. And look, this isn't a preaching point for me. This is a look at our state. Look at what we are saying worldwide. We are 50th in education. So we obviously don't care. We Our education is under attack. Um, our governor keeps talking about being top 10 at everything. And the only thing we're top 10 at is being in the bottom. I mean, it, it's an inverse relationship, but you can still say we're top 10 because mm -hmm. we're number 99 out of 100. So I don't if you're a company and you're looking for a place, incentives are part of the deal. It's not all of the deal. You, your employees with a varied amount of people, you know have to have schools for the kids to go to safe neighborhoods good streets all of the stuff and uh, and and we're only focusing on the incentive part yeah but i also, because... i also look oh sorry go ahead 
Oh, no, like, see, even if you attract uh, technology companies into an economy, you need to make sure that your education system is robust enough to handle the load of those educated people right. picking a school to dump their kids in. Right. I mean, send, and, and I it, just said dump. <laughs> right. Well, but, but here's the thing, though. Those kids are all going to be okay. The parents are really intelligent. <laughs> yeah, they mm -hmm. more than likely well-educated this is this is an area where football is king, mm. and uh, and you know what's what's the talk at Friday night's lights this week? I mean, it's it's that they're leaving. So I don't. How do you adjust? If so, if you're on that city council, mm. you know they they're leaving. I mean, so if they were a union company, they would have had to give. I don't think it's thirty days. I think it's like ninety days notice that they were going to do some closure stuff. So I don't even know if they're a union company or not. But, God, if they are, you sure as hell don't want to lose those jobs. Those actually pay really well. So I it wonder is, yeah. if there's no way to like try and approach the company and figure out what happened so that at least if even if you do lose them, it'll give you some right. context as to what not to do the next time and make sure right. you at least secure up all the other businesses that are still there creating jobs in and around. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will tell you the hilarity of all of this. So, you know, you just do a I mean, a business breakfast once a month where the city leaders get together with business leaders and talk mm -hmm. over stuff and probably go, hey, man, you guys need to quell all this shit you're saying, man. You're making my employees nervous. Yeah. You know, employees are what everything is about anymore in that area of the state. Not very well educated. Um, mm -hmm. So now they have the infrastructure for somebody to come open some large factory. What do you have yeah. to give the next guy to go there? So to fix this thing, you and I would have already needed to have a relationship. True. You can't build it now as shit's falling apart. As your wife's walking out the door with your four kids is not when you go, hey, can I be a better husband to you? John, this is worse than that. This is like a cold caller calling the wife and being like, hey, your husband wanted to say some shit to you, by the way. <laughs> they just broke up by text. Yeah, mm -hmm. because literally, it was a PR statement put out. I mean, it, it honestly is. So what does that say about their feelings about the city and the surrounding areas? That tells you an awful lot. You know, they're, they're not trying to save face. They're not trying to look good. They just said, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's fascinating. I mean, the whole thing is just fascinating um, how, it's, how it's going to play out. And I, I feel bad for everybody there because you're talking about property values, everything just dropping 30 40 percent overnight you know yeah and did i and read you, that right it, that they've been there for like 30 40 years something like that oh yeah but you know nobody i go back to what i've said okay so i've been in business here in oklahoma 25 years mm -hmm. not one time not ever has anyone anyone said god is there anything we can do to make this easier and i'd go man the licensing is a joke dude you got this it's redundant all this stuff and they listen nothing happens but for me that's the stuff that gets me for these bigger places um i would be really curious if there were any backroom negotiations so this is these are the geniuses handling so they got a group of people together to talk about what went wrong the, mm -hmm. the person running it is a guy named greg treat and greg is a state senator who who has turned out and he's the uh, Senate pro tem, meaning he's in charge of the Senate. Okay? okay. Good title, good everything. 
The guy has never returned a phone call to a single individual that I know that has called him in the last eight years. And he's in charge. Proactive? <laughs> how, how are you going to solve that? How are you going to solve it? And the lady next to him, I'm trying to remember what her last name is, kind of a common British name, um, was like, hey, we've done something wrong here. We're not in touch, all this other stuff. So when you go to a political deal, your rabid fans are there, and then you deal with your donors another time and try to cal calm your donors down about the rabid fans. And yeah. so nobody really does the circuit. Like, So I went to the new pizza place in the village last week. We had a guy open about a million and a half or $2 million pizza place. Mm -hmm. I go in, I take pictures, I do all this stuff. It's a kid's pizza place. And so I post it all on our stuff so other people will go. You want? You know, I need them to be successful. Yeah. People are like, how's the pizza? And you go, well, I mean, for what they do, it's good. And they're like, oh, mm -hmm. you can tell us the truth, man. Was it any good? And you go, it is a pizza restaurant for children. So I have to judge it as a pizza mm -hmm. restaurant for children. And for that, it was good. My kids would have loved it when they were little. And then yeah. people are jarring me for like, you're not being honest. And you go, I am the vice mayor, probably be mayor here in a few months. Mm -hmm. You want me to get online and bash a brand new business that invested all this money in our city? <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. I don't I don't know where we are right now, bro, but it's not good. <laughs> this is hilarious. Thing. <sighs> I do not understand people, Sean. I don't understand people either. So do you look at India as a business? Because I look at the United States of America. It's a business. If you are not generating income, quite frankly, we just have no interest in you and we're not wanting to help you. Now, if you're in another country, we want to help you. We'll travel there and we'll build your house, but we won't build yeah. your house here. We have no interest. Uh, and it's based off that Italian thing of vig, vigorous movement of money. That's what the interest is when you get a street loan. Um, mm -hmm. And we are a business here. We are not designed for anything else. But once you're open, that gate just rolls. So I don't, um, I mean, here, so if you and I were talking about it, you're in your 30s, I'm in my 60s. We would both maybe have a slightly different view, but both of us would go, hey, how about returning an effing phone call to me when I call you? Yeah. Not, not your assistant, not the 21-year-old kid doing an internship for free. I called mm -hmm. you. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you like um, get like one of those right to information thingies where there, yeah. there is a call that has been placed maybe years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. But so here's the thing. If it was you and I and we're leaving the city, we need to leave on decent terms. So yeah. you're not going to tell anybody shit because you'll get sued. Mm -hmm. Just oh. get out, do your thing. Yeah, I mean, every I'll guarantee you everybody's gone silent over there. That's assuming they're taking phone calls at all. Do you, yeah. do you think that um, Michelin is already announced? See, they wouldn't leave unless they already have some sort of location picked out. So what they, I, you know, you and I've been in PR too long to believe the PR statement. I know. Is, <laughs> you know, they're just looking at other options. Um, labor... I, everybody has supply chain problems. I mean, you know, they're they're not special. Yeah. Did they probably not make that much money during COVID because people weren't driving? Mm. I mean, 
did COVID break them? Because the amount of yeah. miles logged in America dropped down shockingly. And, yeah. and so that's got to be part of it. But you would look at it and go, the market now is in the battery market. So evidently battery operated cars weigh so much, they burn yeah. up tires twice as fast. So did they not make the transition like Kodak? You know, mm. okay. Here's here's a good one for you. Kodak, who the Kodak and Blockbuster video stores, the two biggest failures in 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 change can or I, die I, in America. Can I tell you something? Kodak yeah. is still in the manufacturing game out here. <laughs> I did see a, no shit. I did see a Kodak television. So they are in electronics wow. now, where they do cheap right. flat screen TVs. <laughs> So we were trying to get Kodak here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's to make flat screen TVs. I, you know, who knows? But you yeah. go, if there is a brand you should not have on your brand, it's Kodak or Blockbuster. I mean, they mm-hmm. they both literally failed at I, you know, you've been to business school, I've been to business school. Adapt or yeah. die. That is the rule. So yeah. what does Ardmore say about Oklahoma? adapting or dying mm-hmm. and yeah. are you friendly to outsiders if you mm-hmm. have circled your wagons you know in the southern part of the, the state and you're like we're only we're only for trump and you go we're just still running a business and we've got streets to fix and you know mm-hmm. trump has nothing to, to do with any of this stuff day-to-day business he's got nothing to do with it but i am odd i i want to get an honest answer of how much our uh, vitriol politics played in this move. Because I mm-hmm. think it's bigger than anybody said. But I'm saying that because I don't generally like that type of politics, you know. So I may be jaded too. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, don't tell me, Sean. I always thought you were the glimmer of hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm known for being so positive. Well, mm-hmm. I just, uh, so, because you, you travel. What do people say to you about, about Oklahoma? Seriously. To be honest with you, a lot of people, at least in India, they don't, like I'll have to explain to them that it's close to Dallas or Texas so that they get a gauge of where exactly it is. But And your people land mostly in Houston, right? mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The weird part was, my sister was telling one of her bosses in the U.S. that she worked in Oklahoma for a bit. And he asked her, what the hell were you doing in the middle of nowhere? (laughs) because he lives in seattle (laughs) and he was just wondering what was going on and she told him that i've been there for almost like 12 years he was like oh wow i didn't even know i've never been (laughs) but but i think that's pretty common and you Mm -hmm. look at you look at him and that's that's a major company which we probably are not allowed to say here that's a major company (laughs) and the guys and think about what you just said he's never been here Mm-hmm. And he's and he's not interested in coming. Yeah, that's <laughs> that. That was the subtext. To be honest with you, I was actually surprised considering that um, Tinker's there. It right. might be of benefit for them that would to be a, do visits. <laughs> so the yeah, I mean, God, you you would think. So we had a governor named Keating, and he was a former FBI agent, and. Yeah. Uh, and he had the most honest stumble that I've ever heard in politics. So there was a 
somebody was in and, and you know the state was in bad shape because we are based on oil and gas which anymore we're not we're the biggest wind producer of energy in america yeah. so we but that's all people know about us because that's all you hear um mm -hmm. and he was talking about industry on the south side of oklahoma city and he was like why would anybody come here it's just a bunch of meth heads you know nobody wants to work you're like wow <laughs> what the secondary thing I would say about this deal in Ardmore is there is undoubtedly drug issues and personnel issues. And where do you get employees? Why would anybody go go to Ardmore? They, do, you, do you allow immigrants into your city? Because that's who usually works in factories. It isn't people that look like me working in factories. Yeah, people that look like you for that matter. Do you think that the... Uh covid and the ongoing um opioid epidemic also like hurt the staffing of a company like michelin out there where i have no, probably I, like hmm? i have so, no doubt that and then the here's here's two sides to that coin so meth is what you have to throw in there as well so mm -hmm. um, southeast oklahoma used to grow a lot of weed and they were very good at it and exported it to the surrounding states, Texas obviously being a big one. So weed is mostly legal now, even though we we supply 49 times the amount that we need for, for what is purchased. So there's a lot of illegal activity still going on with legal companies. Um, so take that into consideration. But the, but the price has dropped out, so it's cheaper to make meth, which hmm. just decimates your society. I mean, it just decimates it. And then add opioids on top of it. And mm -hmm. the problem is everybody's all happy with the opioid settlement you get. You go, it's $500 million or whatever. And you go, it doesn't matter. It's already gone. A bunch of these small mm -hmm. towns are just gone over this stuff. And they're not coming back. And, and you know, with Ardmore, I'll guarantee you, Oklahoma City's licking their lips going, and Dallas going, well, we need 700 more houses. We got a lot yep. of people coming. So... It's, I, I get it from everybody's standpoint, but it was it was a it was kind of a cute little town, Ardmore, because they had oil money and they had some factories. And man, mm -hmm. woo, lordy, I've seen this before. It's yeah, not a good sign. Have you um, speaking of that opioid epidemic? There was this show uh -huh. I wanted you to watch, which is by the oh, same God, guy. Kathy won't watch it with me. Kathy will not watch it with me. She's Which like, one? I just don't want to see the one about the Sackler family. Okay, there's that one, but there's actually a fictional version of that show, okay? Which is done by the same guy who did uh, Midnight Mass. It's by the same director and writer. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. For the life of me, I can't remember well, his name. Send me the link. Look, the, the, the Sackler family, the best, the best piece i saw about that it might have been something you sent me was look their name is is on the metropolitan museum of mm -hmm. art in new york i mean these are these were not that they weren't well-known people yeah and none of them are going to fucking jail how how can you kill that many people and nobody go to jail jim oh the show sean is called the fall of the house of usher okay it's basically oh, wow. loosely based on a, I think it's a Stephen King novel, if I'm not mistaken. Uh -huh. But yes. it's done really well, where it's a fictional family, where the guy, I'm not going to give away too much of the story, 
but he kind right. of has made a deal with the devil. Right. And they are a pharmaceutical company that are branching out into different oh. things. Okay. To right. the end of the movie, there's one part where he's standing in his boardroom and it's raining outside, like in the hundredth floor of a building. And right. it's just bodies falling down from the sky. <laughs> and wow. Okay. The devil is with him and she just looks at him and tells him, there is your kingdom, there is your throne. <laughs> Holy God, what a great quote. Mm -hmm. That's brilliant. You should wow. check it out, dude. Well, I will um, when, when, the, when the lady lets me. You know, I know. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're, she, she, we have never been a couple that ever fought over a remote control or what we were going to watch or anything on TV because neither one of us are really paying attention. We're doing mm -hmm. something else and the, the TV's on. So paperwork, restaurant management, all of that. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> this. I've seen shit. your home table where it looks like this. Yeah. Just, it's a workstation. <laughs> yeah. And it was a really nice table when we first bought it. I, I will say mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It's just, hey, man, it's just the way it is. All right. How are we sitting on time? 29 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we can just God, take it dang. out. <laughs> wow. All right, everybody. Hey, I want to thank you very much for listening to the Two Villagers podcast. Tomorrow, this will be downloaded. Tell them where they can get it. We got YouTube. We got Spotify. Wait. We have what else? Um, Apple, Apple Music. Anywhere you can get a, get a podcast, we're there right now. <laughs> there you go. 